0: all right so welcome to the outpouring fellowship podcast Uh, we are here myself matthew patton and caleb meal to talk about the message of ecclesia today
1: Shalom, shalom everyone all right. And those who don't know what um, that means, shalom, meaning uh, peace be with you. Uh, and I found this interesting that uh, shalom, as you say it, when you say it twice, you're wishing someone complete wholeness, um, you know, perfect peace. You know, it's just to say shalom, whether you're saying hello, goodbye, but if you say it twice, you're wishing them complete wholeness. And I find that that's why one of the reasons I love the Hebrew uh, language, because there's always meaning behind the language and even deeper meaning besides just the basic, you know, whether, um, of how you say things. it so just go, it just goes deeper, but yeah. I'm happy to be here. Um, I always look forward to this. I look, um, I wish we can do more, but again, it's always, you know, on, on the timing, but who knows, maybe we'll eventually it will, but, um, we're thankful that we're able to do this and uh, we thank you for, um, for those, whether few or more, um, and, and, and for future listeners, we look forward to um, seeing how the Lord is still going to use this podcast to impact people and to get them closer in a deeper relationship with Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ.
0: And especially with how um, the revival at Asbury went. Oh, and how hallelujah, right? It, so any, any young people, any people, you know, 30 or younger, well, 40 or younger, who have been affected directly who've had their lives changed by the asbury revival or one of its offshoots we welcome you Mm. please oh yes welcome this is for you this is ecclesia is where you can go to grow in ways that just aren't available in traditional church so if you really want to go deep fast, ecclesia is the way to do it. Yep. And it's not just a small group. Though it is a small group. So yeah, what is the message of ecclesia?
1: Yeah. And kind of re- reviewing what we um talked about uh, last week, the the mission well, we understood the mission was to uh, is to uh, go out and and preach the gospel. That's the mission to uh, to baptize in the name of the Father. Let me see if I can review bring some the review of the notes we were kind of going over the mission. We um because again we hear we hear a lot about the details uh, on uh you know what we're all called to do. We hear it all the time in in the church system to just to kind, um go out and preach the gospel definitely that's pretty much what the mission is. um, but again, there's things left out or yet we or yet we there's a lot of things that we um there are uh, applications that are left out other other details along with that assignment. um you know we, we, know, we, we don't uh, in for years we haven't seen um things like that that has been recorded in the book of Acts, you know. We haven't seen healings. I'm saying there hasn't been. We just, at least the church in America, hasn't seen it. And, but there are those that are really, you know, uh, sh- uh, that the Lord is uh, using and uh, like the revival in Asbury and other and other churches out, uh, around the United States, there are those, it just, they're just not um, uh, popular, uh, famous, so they're not well known, unless you're really looking for them, you know?
0: Yeah. It just hasn't gone viral.
1: Viral. That's the word I was looking for. Thank, Thank you. you.
0: Um, and it's interesting how it went viral. It went viral on TikTok of mm, all, of all things, which was why I covered it to begin with, because usually I have nothing but bad things to say about TikTok,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> even with my even with my Instagram account, um, and just the and the reels and all that. It, it's again, it is it is a you know a social media platform that that gets you addicted. But even with that, the Lord will use things like that, and I, I'm always and I have a lot of respect for the people that try to get the gospel out and just have a skill of just with the the of creating videos, short videos with a, a simple message, or just may or uh, depending on how long they can do the video for, like a, a um, for like a, Matthew, a, a, I think it's like minute minute and sixty seconds, or maybe maybe they've upgraded a, a little bit, but I don't know, but. Um, just how they can get a message and just quickly in there and being creative and then catches your attention and sobers you. I mean, or just, or just, or just uh, um, post videos of other recordings of other ministers of messages, just to show people that people are are out there getting the truth out and it it humbles you. And it, and you, and you, you, you you have, a lot of respect for people that that just, that, that do it. And that's, that's what inspires me. And to, to keep moving forward with things like this, and hopefully to do it, um, do it as well with the help of, with the leaning of the Holy Spirit to give me a message. Because I'm the guy that's quiet. I'm the guy that's just like you know, I'm I'm the listen, and I'll agree, and I will support, and you know, we we will, will have a discussion about it. But I have a hard time putting myself out there when it comes to that. Me- I mean, all this is kind of kind of in a way out of my comfort zone because I want, I feel like I got to have a line by line instead of just improv what I say.
0: Yeah, and. I, I feel that because when I first started doing video content years ago, it was the same for me. I was so nervous about it and for that sort of stuff, I do generally just read it off. Like I'll write something up and read it off, but for conversations like this, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing, yeah, bullet points are great as sort of. Oh, that's right. That's where we're intending this conversation to go. Right, but you can't be just sitting there, like reading it off, like you're lecturing somebody. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, because that that will, especially for our generation, that's gonna shut people down.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, yes.
0: Um, no, it has to be real. It has to be. I mean, those who listen to this know that
2: yeah we, we we do our best to be
1: real and sincere as we possibly can we we don't we we try not to i mean we haven't come to any discussions but we hope that when we come to those deep discussions that we don't sugarcoat anything we tell it how it is and um hopefully that brings also conviction to us because again, you know we, in the end we also preach to ourselves we got to remind ourselves that we uh, we'll practice what we what we talk about we'll practice what we preach mm-hmm. but again going back to uh, the message. Uh, the mission we understand that it's to go out, be that light, um, uh, bringing the the hope. And, and in a way, it, uh, this also kind of ties in what we're going to be talking about. The, the the we always hear about the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. Well, that's what we're preaching the gospel about. Is is uh, the kingdom of God? Um, and it was, and it's interesting. That, um, when, when I again, when I did a boot camp and Matt, you too, I probably you guys, you, yeah, you did the boot camp as well. Yes, oh, yeah. so and uh, it was interesting how uh, how it was uh, outlined and how to understand what the message uh was uh being brought. Oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. I was looking for that um, note about the mission of the uh, of the ecclesia. Basically, you know, he's saying to uh, follow me. That we are to follow him do what he that's the mission we want to um, like what kind of what Paul was saying in, the, in his letters that imitate me imitate how I follow Christ. I mean, I mean, it's not like saying, follow me because I'm, I'm not the savior. Jesus is, but like follow me how I would, how I'm following with the same passion, the same determinedness, you know, just, and, and, and never backing down when it comes to the gospel, we should imitate that we should, everyone should, you know, have that same desire and passion to go out and preach the gospel, no matter what the situation is, whether it's ugly, whether people um, um won't listen or, you know, sh- uh, whatever. But again, we we should have that the same desire because we want to. We want to have people. We want people to share the same love and understanding, understanding of who Yeshua Hamashiach, Jesus the Christ, is, and what he, what he should look like in our lives.
0: And experience. It's not just a head thing, right? And that's that has been the that has been the undoing. In the, probably the last 250 years, for sort of mainstream denominational Christianity, mm. church, yeah,
3: it's
0: it has wound up becoming something less because that sort of exposition, that sort of mm-hmm. approach, doesn't work in a pluralistic society, which is where we're at. If, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> And in case somebody doesn't know what pluralism is, <laughs> pluralism is essentially just the idea that, it's it's very relativistic actually. The idea is that with pluralism, there are multiple ways to do things. So everybody gets to shop around to see what fits them best. Where traditionally, whether in Roman Catholicism or in Protestant Christianity since Luther it was it was state based except for here in the states <laughs> um, and this is a a reaction a perhaps the beginnings of another reformation
3: mm.
0: um, where we are. Our goal is to create these small groups, mm-hmm. not create, not emulate. You know the mega church down the road. All that's right. mm-mm, that's that'll that'll kill you.
1: It's interesting how you said there. Um, a, another reformation. There is a ministry out there. I don't know if you heard about it, but it's, it's called the Last Reformation, and they're all about what we're all about: hmm. building home churches being allowing Jesus being the head to go out and healing the sick, casting out demons, seeing signs and wonders. They're all about that. It started in Denmark and then, uh, and they were seeing, um, uh, so much deliverances, you know, the baptism deliverance and pouring of the Holy spirit and their, 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 their love and worship for Jesus was sincere and they were dealing with persecution. They were dealing with, you know, people calling them out as, you know, as heretics or whatever, um, even looking for the, the the leader who started this Torbin, um, uh, uh, try to get him arrested. And then, so he was doing, deal- so he was doing a lot of persecution and the Lord led him and the ministry to America, uh, started off in, um, I believe in, in Florida, uh, going to North Carolina and then to, uh, and then to other areas. But, um, uh, they got, they visited in my, in my area and I'm sure they visited in California as well. Um, but, I, would, but just seeing that their, their sincerity and just, you know, small groups and learning of what it means to just be, you know, uh the body and just going out and just talking to people at random. That's out of my comfort zone. That is so out of my comfort zone.
0: Mine too. <laughs> but Mine they
1: do too. it and they see results. They see the Holy Spirit working and they see lives change. If, it, if anything, if anyone doesn't, um, received Christ, but at least they, they they've witnessed the healing they put on upon themselves and it's just like they're in shock and it's just like this is real this is real and it's just like that's that's exactly we want this kind of that that kind of, we want that and that's what um we desire and that's what and when you're saying reformation that's the that really should just be the last reformation that going back to our roots, going back to Jesus, he is the root, knowing how to just do what he did, just going. Being going where the father led him, because he said he never did anything without, you know, the leading of his father, as should we. We're called to go out, but at the same time, asking the asking the father, the direction of the Holy Spirit, where do we need to go? What do you have in mind? And it's and again, preaching to myself, because again, I don't always I don't always do that because you know it's so easy to get caught up in our own lives. But ba- backing up, but it just I just, just wanted to share that because um they're still going out, they're still doing it. I keep up whenever I can. Um there's more information going on with the tournament leader being a falsely accused, and he's been in, uh, been in prison in Florida for almost over a year now with wow. false accusations. And we can go into detail, and, and anyone who's listening can research it. Uh, keep him in prayers because he was falsely accused of smuggling weapons. They were just coming back from a, um, a mission trip in Mexico, and then they, they um, brought him false charges, and, and they haven't even brought him to trial yet. Nothing they have no, no one's brought anything up so if anyone that's listening look up at it look at the last information they're putting all that information out there ways you can pray for him and all that so please um do what you uh, do your research and continue to keep in prayer because he's he's also he, he's he's preaching the gospel in prison it's it's just like and he's seeing people's lives being changed it's i mean so the lord will use everything for his will. All things work together for good to those who love him. So it's been a it's been a hard, hard journey for him and his family. Uh so just keep him and your family in prayers and the rest of the ministry team um because there's they're still going, they're still preaching the gospel and uh um seeing you know lives being changed.
0: That sounds like some that sounds like we ought to interview him. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Yeah, he's been interviewed by other and they're trying to get the word out. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, but okay backing up um the message of the ecclesia we saw that the mission was all about you know going doing this you know following him following following him baptizing you know we are to those action words that is the mission we just go and do it now the message it's interesting the outline of the message of the the ecclesia because um in the outline we were talking about what is the church's message what have we been taught that the church message is it talks you know we talk about you know understanding the virgin birth, knowing that you know he was a, he was born of a virgin Mary, you know, the vigorous atonement, you know uh, how he atoned for our sins, his gr- the great resurrection, you know just understanding his be, the understanding of divinity humanity, all of these other things that we have learned that traditionally were learned in the church. But here's the kicker, I love this. Um, yeah, it's, so it's important to know these things absolutely. But then we go into the the other outline of the of church with the messages, you know, then. Now you need. Now that you know this, now you need to attend a baptism class. Now you need to attend a membership class. You know, uh, and uh, I, 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 I'm sorry, but I don't remember that in the very beginning of Book of Acts and all that. I remember people just being baptized when it, because they believe, and they're just like, "No, hold on, hold on, back up. We just want to make sure we quit." No, they did it right away.
0: We should do a catechism class, right? <laughs> right now. No, 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 no. Wow. That that comes through walking. And yes, the knowledge is important. Yes. No, that's wrong. We all need to know these things.
2: Yes. We all need to have an answer when we are asked. First Peter. Right. But
0: just having head knowledge doesn't cut it. Exactly. In case you haven't noticed. <laughs> because if head knowledge saved you the devil would be saved
1: exactly he knows this stuff Mm -hmm. better than any of it reach it reach it
0: (laughs) it's it's a matter of becoming becoming the message Mm -hmm. living it getting it so in you that it just kind of oozes
1: yeah and if you if you know if anyone's noticed people are looking for that they're they're hungry for that People are whether leaving uh and yet still as believers in Jesus, but yet believing but leaving the system, but yeah. yet still believers, yet they still want that, you know, that strong fellowship with one another with, with, with other individuals of, of the of the church, but they're hungry for something more. Mm-hmm. They they instead of just you know knowing it or going to you know a service, again it's it's like having a job that you love. You know, it's like it's it, going to an area that you just can't wait to go to, and you, and then you f- feel bad when you leave. It's the same thing with the, with this. You know, this should be an exciting time, man. but again, we don't know what that looks like. But we, will but we will, we will if we if we just allow Jesus to take control.
0: And that's scary.
1: Very, the that's... unknown is scary. I'm constant. I constantly look at it, and I'm like, man, Lord, I desire this, but then I, I fear the unknown. I feel like, well, what about this?
2: What about this? And I'm not. This could happen. All.
0: And that that control thing, that religion thing is just, it's pernicious. It will, it'll chew you up and spit you out. And it does no good, plain and simple. There's absolutely no benefit to religion for its own sake. And that's, that's the core of Ecclesia. It's get the relationship. Hmm. It's make sure that you really know Jesus and you really know the people that you're walking with. That's why the, that's why the small group, because if a group gets to be more than about 10 or 12 people, somebody who's maybe along the lines of a me or a Caleb, will clam up and all of a sudden someone who needs to be saying things isn't because Mm -hmm. they're intimidated by the number of people in the room and nobody nobody is comfortable sharing deep things with people that they don't know
3: yeah
0: yeah So that's the purpose for the small unit. Think of it as a family. We
1: keep we keep saying that as a new we keep sale. saying that a family. That's what again is what's supposed to be. We need we need to constantly and that's where it comes to the of changing our mindset. What we've been used to, what it looks like, what that's been in front of our face, and when it needs to be like a regular, everyday family like people structure
0: mm-hmm. yeah i don't remember if i mentioned it the last time we talked it may not have been in, um so there was one of my in one of my classes the prof was talking about um survey results right for people and church church attendance people who are identifying as X, Y, Y, or Z, in terms of Mm. being religious, or categorizing themselves Mm. as a nun, N-O-N, who, 80% of whom still believe, they still love the Lord, y'all still love the Lord, but it's, the church is not reaching you, for whatever reason, and that's where I see the ecclesia coming in you gather a group of friends. Ideally, it would be people who live in the same geographical area as you do, but it doesn't have to be. And it doesn't even have to be hosted by the same person in the same place all the time. It can move around. In fact, it should. That way, nobody feels overwhelmed. Right,
1: that way, it, I remember it, and, and it doesn't- Remember in the lesson that, you know, um, Russ, our, one of our, our leader, our, the elder of, the, of this ministry, uh, of uh, Omega Kingdom Ministry, is that um, uh, they, they, they we encourage the idea that we meet in different locations, not just in one individual's house. That way everyone can participate. Everyone can take turns. Everyone can be the host. Everyone can set up the dinners or everyone can come and do a discussion. Oh, wait, who's going to bring what? Who's going to bring the chips? Who's going to bring the fruit? Who's going to bring the hors d'oeuvres? You know, who's going to bring the drinks uh, and all that? You know, everyone... Participate, and I, I, I use the food because you know we, we gather as family. You know, the nothing, nothing like a good social gathering of just you know, a food and fellowship. So, um, but mm-hmm. uh yeah, exactly. Everyone can take responsibility; doesn't have to rely on the one.
0: Otherwise, it's no different from church. Right? Exactly.
1: Exactly. And I gotta remind myself that <laughs> with my congregation, I mean, right now we do it online because I got people from different uh, areas of, of the state of South Carolina. And hopefully if um, Lord willing with this, you know, uh, uh, the Lord blesses this um, podcast, we'll find, we'll find people who are local in our areas, whether in California or in South Carolina. So, but anyway, with the, with the message, we see how, you know, in the church tradition, we, we are taught to do, to teach this. And then you'll, um then you find, uh, then you be actually become a member and learn how to serve, you know, being on the committee or, or, you know, all these other things. This is what we've been trained to think that this is what church is. I got to tell you, that's not what I see in scripture. I'm not saying, again, that this is wrong because we just made it clear. Knowledge is everything. We, and Peter makes it, you must be prepared to make, a, you know, a statement. Training like this, I have a lot of respect for. It. But again, thinking that this is how it's supposed to be or you know that that that's where I get, that's where there's a problem like that that um again religious structure or that controlled spirit and it's so easy to obtain that whether um all of us because we all have that desire to control things but when we see in the scriptures Jesus was preaching something completely different he was he was telling us uh it, it, the whole message Matthew really kind of covers a lot of it. He mentions a lot of it about the kingdom of heaven. Jesus, you know, was going out saying, "Um, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." He talked about it in the in his uh, big sermon on the mount, in the in the in the in the, in the, uh, the first and the and the last of the beatitudes that we that we call it. You know, blessed are the poor in heart, uh, poor in spirit. Excuse me, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, uh, and the, huh.
0: For they will see God. But
1: they will see. Yeah, yeah. For they. So and then the last one, talking about um, blessed, uh, blessed the when you are persecuted, for theirs is the kingdom um, of heaven. Um. So, so I mean, he, there, there's that. And he was telling the uh, seventy-two and the the twelve disciples when he sent them out, he was telling them when when you go out, you will be you know healing the sick, casting out demons, raising the dead, and cleansing the lepers. Uh, and and uh, you will go out and say, "Um, the Kingdom of Heaven
2: is at hand So, and so, but and we hear that all the time. But what does that mean? What does that really
1: mean? The Kingdom of Heaven is at hand. Well, at hand is a saying that is here. At hand, you know, like at hand, it's something that's right here that you can touch in a way. Mm-hmm. It's like making that same, and that it's here,
2: you can see it, you can feel it, you can touch it. It's here, right now.
0: And guess what? Ecclesia is the kingdom. You are the kingdom if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord.
2: And not just accepted,
1: following him. That's it. And I, and I, I think, may I mentioned this in, uh, in one of the podcasts, uh, on our previous episodes. I kind of have a pet peeve of mine when people say, you know, just believe. Yes, that is true. Believe. But at the same time, it, we make that clear that even the demons believe and they shudder. And that they're still rebellious. But when it comes to believe, uh, I, I would say, you know, believe, now follow. He, he called his disciples. They, when they saw him, they believed him. And then he stel- told them, come and follow, follow me. me. Come and follow me. So it's and follow means follow mimic imitating them, walking the way they walk.
2: Or the
0: the word that makes most of our generation cringe: obey.
3: Obey.
1: <laughs> if you love me, you will obey my commandments. No one loves talking about that. Oh no. If you love me, again, it goes back to that when when we when with the Israelites. When they were given the law at Mount Sinai, um, Mount, Her- Mount Hermon, excuse me.
0: No, Sinai.
1: No, 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 excuse me. No, I'm, I'm getting the mountains here. Mount Sinai. Forgive me. Mount Sinai when they re- received the Ten Commandments and he brought them down. Uh, it, again, yes, the law was good. It is good. Um, but again, it didn't change their hearts. It was more of a have to obey. I have to obey or else I'm going to die. That's, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. And again, there's more detail on that. But now, prophecy being fulfilled when, Je- um, and then years later in the prophet Jeremiah and even Isaiah, but I bet uh, Jeremiah prophesying about the new covenant mm-hmm. that I will pour my law. I will Instead of stone, it will be on your heart. It'll be, you will turn, it will, it will turn from when following the law to a have to, way want to kind of spirit i want to follow because i want to be, be, live for him
0: because it's it's the difference between obligation and response of love and that's what that's what the relationship is about right the relationship is responding to jesus love for you responding to what he did For you. And then out of that response, you
2: pour out for others. Right. And it's so much
0: bigger than the message that most of us, if we've been in the church, have heard. Right. Because in the church, at least in most churches, it has gotten reduced to. Do and do not, should, should not, ought, ought not. and. But again,
1: that's nothing new. That's been around for a long time. Again, in Jesus' in Jesus's situation when he was here, uh, the disciples coming from different backgrounds, that's what they were used to. And when he called them out, he was showing something deeper. More, from what they were taught, saying this is what the Messiah is going to look like. No, and then seeing, no, this is the Messiah. This is what he looks like. And we look it back in scripture that confirms it. We see a lot of prophets talk about him. That yes, he's going to be a king. He's going to be mighty. But there's something about him that's going to make him look humble, poor, and yet he's going to be tortured, killed. Yep. And other, you know, and other things. But it's just like, well, how did we miss this again? The enemy trying to sidetrack God's people, and again with that a religious spirit. Even though it start, it meant well, absolutely. And the Lord will use things, but again. Time for ignorance is done. We need to start seeking truth. But, um, ba- but backtracking to the understanding what his message is about the kingdom of heaven. Uh, Matt, do you want to uh, add anything when, you, when, uh, when people about uh, when it comes to what, what does it mean? What does it really mean? The kingdom of heaven is at hand.
0: It's not something that is just coming at some point. Mm. It's not just this, well, someday way out in the future thing. It's present. It's here. It's in you. It's in me. It's relationship with the King. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom line. And how you show that, how you walk that relationship out is how we in most of the West have termed sanctification. Yeah. I could go off on that for a while, right. but I'm not going to.
1: <laughs> but it, also, you could say, in, in a way, it is future. But even though, though it is present, it is still future because in the in the end times, the new heavens and the earth and will will come and mm-hmm. will change everything. And yet, we will see what that kingdom looks like. But what we're saying here, Jesus is saying that the kingdom of heaven is here. That means we now believing in what he did, uh, his death on the cross his resurrection and giving us the, the gift of the Holy spirit. We have finally access to him back to our father from when we were first kicked out of the garden of Eden. We are now brought back to that access to him.
0: Absolutely. And it's, there's an element of already and not yet. Mm. Um, there's the things that we can already see here and now, about the kingdom. And then there's also what's coming still. The ultimate consummation.
2: The apocalypse, if you will. Hmm.
0: And apocalypse just means revelation, by the way.
2: Right, right.
0: <laughs> just to be clear with our listeners apocalypse equals revelation. That's why. You, in some Bibles, it's the apocalypse of John. It's a revelation. It's a vision. Really? It's a hint of something that's coming.
1: And for those who don't know, apocalypse is, apocalypse, is, very similar, it's a Greek word. It mm-hmm. means revelation. So, if people, again, it's so easy to put, you know, apocalypse means doomsday, In the way kind of is. But no, it's just, it's a message of a revelation of what is to come.
0: Mm-hmm. And on that doomsday emphasis for <laughs> for <laughs> apocalypse it's about hope yeah it's how crappy your life is right now there's going to be a time when it's going to be set right
1: right i Have look hope. forward to that
3: day believe <laughs> it
0: and yeah it's 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 a challenge because we don't see it often and ecclesia is about experiencing that inbreaking it's about experiencing the power of the power of the kingdom now and that's going out and as you go make disciples do your life and as people recognize oh there's something different about you have a reason why there's something right. That way you can go, well, yeah, I believe in Jesus. If you like what you see in me, why don't you come join me at my ecclesia? If you like what you see in me, let's sit down and have a chat. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's not about converting them. That that language is old. (laughs) <laughs> I mean it's important but it's old and especially in our generation that the very ex- the exclusive nature of the message of Jesus that Jesus is the only way is a turn off isn't it mm-hmm. because we our society has become so pluralistic it's become a, a spiritual grab bag because we know so much of we we've gotten tastes of so many things around the world here in America that I mean even even my grandpa even my grandpa who was who served in World War II to give you an idea he went and when he Joined up early, mind you. (laughs) He uh, actually signed up when he was like 16. (laughs) But that's beside the point. But while he was in Southeast Asia, because he was in the Flying Tigers, he he had been brought up Catholic and believed that he had been called to be a missionary. Now, this is pre-Vatican II, so that meant ordination, that meant basically not getting married right right being a catholic missionary pre-vatican II, mm-hmm. and then he went and served overseas and he went how can i force people to believe what i believe that doesn't interesting. make sense.
2: interesting
1: how he asked that force
0: because that was the nature of catholic missions at the time right most missions, frankly. Um, I mean, Protestants were a little bit kinder because there was that whole social gospel thing. But um, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he decided that he was not going to go into the ministry. He married my grandma. And anyway, so the point of the story was that even in the 1940s, when he was overseas and saw these various different aboriginal religions these different faith systems it made him question why it was that that it was okay for him to be arrogant enough to try to force people to believe what he believed hmm. and that's not what this is about either This is about being in relationship with one another and with Jesus. There's an individual aspect and a corporate aspect. It's a both and, it's not either or, and different bodies can, different ecclesia can do and focus on different things. Mm -hmm. Say everybody in your group is all about social activism. Fine. Do that together, right? And bring Jesus into it. Right. Let him inspire your your activism, in whatever um, in whatever arena. And that's the bottom line. Everything has to refer back to him. Hmm. And if it's not, then what are we
2: doing? Right right exactly and missions
0: over most of the last say 1500 years we'll say has been an exercise of peter at the mount of transfiguration going oh it's great for us to be here let me build you a, a build, build you something so that you can stay right as you are to Jesus, Moses and Elijah. Hmm. And Jesus is like, no, that's not the point. (laughs) You missed it, Pete. (laughs) The point is, I am the fulfillment of the law and the prophets. You are witnessing the fulfillment of the law and the prophets, Peter. So evangelicals, so fundamentalists, so, Catholics, so fill in the blank, whatever liberal, quasi-Christian, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> what a denominational tradition you hail from, it's not about converting people to your denomination.
2: Right. It's
0: about reaching people with and for the kingdom and seeing the kingdom grow, seeing the kingdom take ground and seeing society be reformed because of it. Right. Denominations aren't the kingdom kingdom is the kingdom. They're, they're man's attempts at kingdom, right? they're man's little empires Mm -hmm. and we see how that's turning out it's dying yeah and on one hand it's sad because that's what we've known that's what we've had right on the other it's high time Mm -hmm. it needs to go
1: so that so that the ecclesias can be effective that god's the body of christ can be effective Cause you know, I mean, at that times you feel. I feel like personally, I I get tired of being the normal Christian. You know, I want to be the abnormal. I want to be the you know, uh, I guess you could say the Jesus freak that just goes out and to see you know goes out healing people and don't care what they think about them. You know, prophesying people for to give encouragement. You know, you know, surprising them, knowing that. How did you know that about me? The Lord told me, or you know, you're speaking maybe speaking in tongues and just. And then all of a sudden, maybe I spoke in that person's language. I'm just using my Caleb's imagination coming here. But, you know, anything is possible with the
0: power of the Holy Spirit. You know, pull a Todd White. (laughs) (laughs) That that dude is nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, and it doesn't have to be this big showy thing either. No, In fact, most of the time it's not going to be. And most of our generation doesn't respond to that. That's gonna be off putting. It would it would throw me off if somebody just randomly approached me and started prophesying over me
2: on the street. Yeah. And you know, I'm I grew up charismatic.
0: I grew up in the vineyard. (laughs) That sort of thing
2: was out of the norm in that tradition, if you want to call it a tradition.
0: Um, But in the context of, say, ministry time, which is the part of the service usually towards the end when an altar call would be given and people would go up for prayer. In those situations, whoever prayed with you would generally speak into you. Mm. And it's more natural that way. It's not just this boom, you know, power in your face thing. That's all well and good. And if the Lord wants to use you that way, let him. Is that
2: going to be most of us? Probably not. Um, but at the same time, we just allow the Holy Spirit to do his work. Being exactly.
1: willing to do, expect whatever, not trying to control everything. Yes, have a schedule of what we want to try to maybe talk about. But in the same time, be willing for the Holy Spirit to change your plans right away. And not easy to do, honestly, it really isn't. But I hear many stories about leaders. I've probably mentioned it before of just them making a schedule. And then the Holy Spirit tells them, okay, scratch that at the last minute, right at the, at the service, you're going to talk about this. And like, I got nothing prepared for, you know, you just go and just trust me. And then God gets to the Lord.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Nothing about what we did. It's just allowed, we, all we did was just allow him to use us. Mm-hmm. Um, so and so, if anything, the message, we've heard it before in the church system. The Absolutely. kingdom of heaven is, on, is at hand. But again, like, we, like um, what you said, Matt, uh, it goes deeper than what we've been taught. Just like with um with the with Jesus choosing the the uh, the disciples, um, because you know they coming from different backgrounds, they were taught this way. and then Jesus comes in the picture and shows them, no, this is what it really looks like. It goes deeper than what you thought or have been taught. So the same here, as we go with as in our as our relationship with Jesus grows, he's continuing to re- to release the hidden mysteries that are in his scriptures. And a lot of people, whoa, what are you talking about hidden scriptures? Well, again, there's a lot of details that we are uh, don't that, are, that we're unaware of what happened. That's the thing with the Bi- Bible. We kind of wish that God would give us every bit of detail of what happened. But even going with uh, John's disclaimer that if I wrote everything, if I wrote it all, it, I couldn't contain all that information. Nope. It, and so, I mean, so it's like it gives you that excitement. Oh man, what could have really happened? What are the details that that God was doing through? Whether through Moses, through Isaiah, through Elijah, through um, all the judges or, or whatnot, so it gives you that wonder and excitement. But but even in our relationship now that we have access to His kingdom because the kingdom is here, we have now access through His blood because we were divorced when we were kicked out of the Garden of Eden. We were divorced from God. We could be, we we uh, we didn't have access and was and it was God only chose those who He wanted to communicate with. But and, and, and even at the very uh, during the time when when God took Moses and the, all the Israelites out of Egypt, He desired to dwell with His people. Even that, that was that was old, This is an old thing. He wanted to dwell with His people in the midst of the camp, in the where the temple would be in the in the tribes. Go for a minute,
0: and even even on Sinai, Sinai was supposed to be very different from how it, how it wound up. Mm. God wanted everybody on the mountain.
1: Yeah, He said, "Come up
2: here, come up here."
0: Exactly and that's echoed in revelation four right come up here but the people were like oh no, no 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 that that's too scary we can't do that so it was the people who decided nah moses you you go be with god we'll, we'll, be with says, god.
1: we'll, we'll listen
0: yeah right <laughs> and then they melt down a bunch of gold and create oh
1: this bull came out
0: golden calf <laughs> and then god's like look at what your people are doing
1: (laughs) the same people that said they'd listen to you this is what they're doing (laughs) (laughs) but uh, it just shows you but the idea is that even though god had to kick us out because of our disobedience he still desired to dwell with us absolutely our faults our issues He still and still, it's even still hard to comprehend why, why. If I was in your place, God, I wouldn't. I would start over. That's my. That would be my mindset. And but no, god's is like, to. I want to use. He wanted
0: you. to in that moment. He's yeah, like, right. You know what, Moses? I'm gonna wipe him out, and then we'll start over with you.
1: Yet he, uh, Moses, you're my,
0: buddy. you're my buddy. You you listen. You do it. You, you mostly do what I tell you to do. And I enjoy hanging out with you. So let me let me wipe the slate clean and start over with you. And Moses is like, "Um, "Do you realize what that would look like?
2: (laughs) What would that do to your glory? That would make you look fickle. That would make you look bad.
0: So no, let's not do that. Let me go set things right." (laughs) And he took the the. Original Ten Commandments and smashed them up against the calf, had it ground down and had, and then had the people drink the water. Right.
3: That's
1: just like, boy, I mean, they'd be dead right there. I mean, <laughs>
0: well, gold isn't poisonous. If it was, if it was gold, nothing wrong with that.
2: Huh, okay, that probably
0: be healthy.
2: Okay, okay.
0: But yeah, it, the, and. He, the fact that he in his zeal literally broke the law <laughs> and i think god knew that that was going to happen and he's like well up, oh, yep there we go there we go <laughs> lord i i gotta come back can can we redo this
1: <laughs> yeah but i'm telling you it's and even from the very beginning, he, he desired to dwell with us. And no matter how, how much our issues or were, he still wanted that. And yet to this, to that point, when Jesus was here, he was telling everybody, get the people ready, knowing that they, they can return to me through you. They can return back to what, they, what the garden was. It was the garden was a kingdom. Mm-hmm. It was a kingdom of heaven in itself. Again, we can only imagine what it look, we can all our minds can only comprehend what it looked like. And we have a, a, our, you know, what we see in scripture in the Genesis, what, what was what, but, but again, it could have been magnificent for all we, I mean, we, we could have had rocks floating, floating all over the place. We don't know. But again, I uh, kind of like with that, you know, the, the avatar, but again, you know, I'm just, I'm just being, you know, silly, but it's, we just can't comprehend what it would look like. And, but it, it, the message is saying that you, now through you, through your blood, since you were the perfect, that you took everyone, at the whole world, you took their place. They can have the opportunity to come back to me, but it's up to them. It's up to us if we want to make that decision. Because again, he will never, he'll never force us, but he, but he wants us.
0: The reason that he mounted the rescue operations that he's mounted over the course of however long the world has been is because he designed us with his image he wants to be in relationship with us because of what he put in each of us mm.
2: let that sink in mm. let that blow your mind it's going to And
0: the sin thing, the sin thing, we've, we especially in Western Christianity have gotten so hung up on it. (laughs) It's an issue, don't
2: get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But after the cross, and at least if,
0: you know, Martin Luther was right in how he understood things um sin is not an issue anymore and when we stop identifying as sinners as, as whatever our pet sin is fill in the blank right and then we have to like we have to define define what sin is right so what is it is in your book, Caleb,
1: sin is just co- rebellion, separation. That's really pretty much what it is. And yes, through His blood, uh, and and now giving us the, His Holy Spirit, we we um He's set us free. The, the The trick is allowing as we follow Him to allow sin to die, and that's and that and with that word, you know, sanctification, you know, whole, you know, because again, it tells us. Be holy. That almost sounds impossible. Well, with him, nothing's impossible. But nothing's overnight either. It's a process.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Overcoming is a process. Absolutely. Overcoming our flesh, dying to our flesh. You know, I, I say all the time it's like um, when when we talk about sacrifices and all that. Christian says, "Oh, we're not called the sacrifice anymore. Uh, maybe not of bulls and and lambs and all that because we know who the ultimate sacrifice is. But we're still called the sacrifice. But not of but not of bulls." But you me
0: it's Matt.
2: love huh
0: love is sacrifice sacrifice is love so those were outer those were symbols of what should have been an interior reality for Israel but it never was no and then Jesus came and fulfilled right. that that sign
2: Paul's letter to Rome,
1: talking about that he fulfilled the law through love.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: as we follow the law and following him, we follow the law. We're fulfilling the law by by loving God and then loving our neighbor. That's the whole point of the law. It, you know, and with all those questions, you know, I go, what should we do in our eternal life? How do you, how's it written? Love the Lord your God and love your neighbor. You said, well, do this and you will live, knowing that what he did for us he fulfilled the law it's not done away with because again when we because again he is the word right therefore he is the torah and, in, and he is the instruction so therefore we we um we are still in a way following the law by following him because he fulfilled it that's kind of a mouthful of you it's really kind of gotta let that sink in too um but in an overall Uh, And that could be another, and that's another deep conversation we can get into about what it means to what sin is, knowing what it is to not identify the sin or learning how to die to it and and all that. But that, but again, it goes along with the message. The kingdom of heaven is here,
3: Mm it's
1: for you. Come and he will, and he will take it away. He will take away all your burdens. He will make, he will give you rest. He will give you peace. He will, and he will be your fulfillment.
2: He will be your every. He will be our everything. We just got to let him. Yeah. And I mean,
0: <clears throat> to adjust the sin definition, it's pride. Mm. It's pride that brings that rebellion that I know better.
2: Mm. Eh?
0: All sin is pride because you are asserting your own idea, whatever it is, over, over something that might be more beneficial. A.k.a. what God says,
2: usually. Why Satan got kicked out of heaven.
0: Exactly. If pride was his sin, and then the fall was him convincing Eve, then Adam and Eve, that they could be gods on their own. without reference to god that's what the temptation was it wasn't about some some random piece of fruit <laughs> that was that's a symbol of the temptation right and that was one of the only boundaries that god set right hmm. he was, look everything else you can do whatever you want with it. take care of it work it of course that work looked very different then because they weren't fighting
2: entropy but but yeah it
0: it was pride that's the bottom line and if you look at i just did a a series over the course of about a a month on wins on wisdom
3: Mm
0: -hmm. wisdom And humility is the core of wisdom, being teachable, and then applying what you learned from somebody who knows better,
2: and then being in right relationship with God. And folly,
0: fools, it's just different types of pride, different manifestations of pride.
2: Right. So it's easy to act humble, but not easy to be humble. Amen to that. Um, And
0: false humility is a dangerous thing, Mm.
2: because again, you're just hiding it.
0: Exactly,
1: and and just instead of just letting it change you, admitting you were wrong, and just move on. Mm -hmm. and do it right um again this goes back to our the message the king the the message is to allow to that the kingdom of heaven is here that we have access but only if we, we admit that we are not the we don't have the answer but we do have the answer because it's right in front of us it's yeshua it's jesus he is the way the truth and the life the alpha and the omega the first and the last he is the answer to everything. That is the message. It's here. We have it. Now, are we going to take it at hand? Are we going to grab it by the hand? That is the, that is the message. And when we when we do it, then everything else falls into place. Again, it's so easy to say that when you when sometimes you don't see it a lot of times in our own life, but I believe it. I believe it. Absolutely. Because it's I've seen it through others. I've seen it through my I me. Mean, I just have to really think about it. I have to be reminded of the things that God's done with me. And again, goes back to um you know, we're creatures that forget so easily. It's the Lord has to remind us of things that he's done in our lives. But he he does. He does change. So with the message and we take it, everything else falls into place and therefore his presence, um his power comes into play and everything else so that we so that we are changed and then we we see others lives change and then we and then we continue expanding we continue to let it grow mm-hmm. so that and and see that he that he he it, sh- so it shows everyone that he said what he what he said he was what he is though so he is the way he's the truth and the life and that no one comes to the father no one comes to Elohim no one comes to El shaddai except through him yeshua who is salvation? That's what Yeshua
2: means. God is salvation. Yeshiva, mm-hmm. salvation. Um, and and then we allow him to change us through his holy
1: spirit.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's and that's again, that's what's lacking is his presence, feeling the Holy Spirit and allowing it to manifest, allowing to allow, allow him to break. The issues and better in our lives and again because we haven't been taught that but now it's the time that's coming that the lord is um awakening his people that there's more to what you know there's always mm-hmm. something deeper just like he did when he came he's again he does everything the same way he'll, he'll always intervene because again time is short his coming is soon very soon and We need to get ready. We need to get to that point that we feel like in, like, uh, I'm quoting I'm a Star Wars fan here, but we get a point that we like. I feel a disturbance in the force. I feel a disturbance in the in 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 the, uh, on in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Something's going on. Something's going on in the spirit. What is going on? I need mean, paying attention. I'm, I'm hearing His voice. I'm allowing Him to pro- use me to prophesy, use to speak in tongues, to interpret tongues, or what, you know, what, however, because we don't even know what that looks like, really. But again, these are coming the last days that you know. When there's an increase of darkness, there's an increase of light.
3: Mm-hmm. His
1: light, not just light, His light. We we want to try not to differentiate light. You know what is light? His light. It all points to Him because there's no one good, as Jesus said it. No one is good except God alone. Amen. But um, that is understanding the the message. The mission is whether we go. And we do what God commanded us to do, and proclaim the message that the kingdom is here. So, what, what? So, what's the point of us mentioning this? People, people think, oh yeah, we've heard about this. But now, we encourage you guys dig deeper. Because I, I, w- I was kind of praying before, um, uh, before uh, I w- um, ent- entering here and preparing, I was just reviewing the notes my, that I took in class. I was reviewing and asking the Father, kind of going like, well, what, what does that mean? What does it really mean? The kingdom of heaven is a hand, and again, we given what we've only kind of given the service. Again, there's always something deeper with God. There's always something little. There's always something deeper than what mm-hmm. we know. Absolutely. So go seek what it means. This, is the, if for anyone's listening, go and seek what it means. We still want you. Uh, we still want to hear from you. We we provide the email. Uh, uh, opportunity for you guys to reach out. We provided our own information on Instagram and um, Matt's uh, 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 on, on email information. Uh, uh, it, w- it was Telegram. That's right. Um, and uh, we we want to hear from you. We we we, we want we want to see that is if this is impacting you. Uh, is there anything else you want to hear? We're just trying to give you guys what it what it what the is and what it should have been, what it should be here, what it should look like. But we want to hear from you. So don't, don't hesitate to reach out. We want, we want to talk. We want to, we want to get to know whoever is on, wants to be on the journey uh, and see the Holy Spirit working in, in your lives as well as ours. But um, uh, we, we want you to test what we're saying. Test, mm-hmm. go, go and seek for yourself and bring it to the Father and ask him to bring other people your way. And again, we, ha- we have our information out there. Just reach out. We can we'll have a Zoom, we'll 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 arrange some kind of Zoom meeting and all that. We want that.
0: We Ab- want
2: to make connections.
0: This is about creating a network. This is about creating relationships. And when that's not being done, we feel the absence, don't we? Especially as millennials. Because and And Gen Z, because we're so connected, but also disconnected at the same time. It's funny how that works. Right. Like we're we're more technically connected than any other time in history. Right. But it's so easy to lose track of ourselves, each other, really. Not just, you know, I follow so-and-so on whatever social media that's not connection. If that was connection, then why do we have so much, so many mental health issues, so much anxiety, so much depression, All
1: right?
0: so much addiction, frankly. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: If the connection that we were looking for is actually there. No, no, it's, it's more than a follow. It's more than a subscription. It's more than, um, whatever limited amount of contact is available via social media. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: It's about getting face to face. It's about sharing with each other where we're at, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: praying with one another. And that's something that is missed in most churches, that last aspect. I mean, sure, most denominational churches have their parish hall, their their fellowship hall, whatever. Um, that's all well and good, but that winds up being cliquish, doesn't yeah, it? Right. And it doesn't look like the body of Christ. It looks like so-and-so's friend circle, mm-hmm. and somebody else's friend circle, and then maybe you're off on the corner. So... Ecclesia gets rid of those
2: social games because the group's so small intentionally. Right. So you
0: can grow comfortable and you can get to really, really get to know people. That's the bottom line. And then you're doing life in the Lord together. And then as time goes on you perhaps each plant one each start one
1: exactly that's the whole point point. and
0: that's then exciting. it goes boom 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 exactly and it's it's not, this.
1: it's not about just staying in one location it's expanding that's the whole that's a whole gospel let's spread not just keep it in one area spread spread From spread
0: Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the ends of the earth exactly right?
1: What Jerusalem, Israel was supposed to be a light on a hill, right? They were supposed to be, and they weren't. And now God's, God's saying, okay, I'm going to make you jealous. I'm going to make I make uh, those who believe in me the, the of the new covenant, they're going to be the light. I mean, I'm going to be a light through them. And then you're going to see that I am the one that's been prophesied in the scriptures. But that is the message, guys. It's It's there. And I encourage you, go. Find all the references in, in, in the Gospels that talk, that Jesus talks about. The kingdom of heaven is here. And ask the Father. Ask the Holy Spirit to interpret what, what is the deeper meaning in that. What is What does that mean to me? What does that mean to us? Uh, and then I, I guarantee you, he not, not right away, but in time, as you continue to seek, the Lord will give it to you. He will always give it the meaning on his time, never on ours, his. Because yeah. we're, we're a fast food kind of people. We want it now, 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 now. But no, we we we. It's all about timing. The Lord never gave answers right away to His prophets. Never, never to His people. Never right away. It was always on His time because there was always a reason. It was always to, for them to teach them to teach us to wait on Him, wait on Him, and then not, not lean on our understanding. I always love that verse, and I kind of have to remind myself: it's like, stop leaning on my own understanding, because if it, so, I mean. But anyway, um, we need to um, when we seek Him, He will give us answers, and we on Absolutely. His timing. Okay, and that that will give it should give us peace alone. So just enjoy down the road. And like I said, we still want to. We love to hear from you. We want you to reach to us. Um, our information will be posted uh, on the in the recording below. Um, depending on where this podcast is streamed, whether on Speaker or Spotify or Apple, wherever wherever this goes, uh, our information should be. All uh, uh, our contact information should be there. We would love to hear hear from you from our um pro pro um proton mail, which is outpouring fellowship uh, at proton.me. I believe that if I forgot the membership. Yep,
0: that's it. Yeah.
1: So and then we have our own, I got an Instagram um Matt's got uh, Telegram, uh, so just reach reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your thoughts and the, and ask what you know, what else would you what could we we would love to hear about this topic. Can we talk about that? Let's see, let's see what the Holy Spirit does. All right. So we're gonna close right now. We'll close in prayer, and then uh, we'll our next podcast should be uh, uh, not next week, but the week after. Yeah. And then we will talk. I will let you guys know. We'll give you more. I, I didn't advertise or, well, about our podcast, but we'll uh, next time I'll let you guys know what we're going to be talking about um, in two weeks. All right. So I'm, let me close in prayer. All right. Father in heaven, again, thank you for this uh, um, this time of just uh, talking about you, talking about what um, the Ecclesia is, giving us better understanding of what it is, Lord. And again, we don't have it all figured out we have but we want to figure out we want to continue growing in you father we just ask that you continue revealing to us your wisdom your revelation your knowledge and understanding of all of all the things that are of you and what we need how we need to follow you and how to follow your way and not our way Uh, to continue diving into your scriptures diving into our prayer closets and just going into your presence father that you would just continue to minister to us um speak to us lord I ask that, that this message would impact those who are listening Lord that it would desire uh, giving them a desire to know you and you alone and desire to be around people who uh, seek the same who desire the same things the desire to uh, to know you to uh, to talk about you to talk about what, what you're doing in uh, in the individuals lives and to um see how and how we can be used and still used today just as in the book of Acts and just how Jesus sent the disciples two by two you know casting out demons seeing uh, healing the sick seeing signs and wonders, all these that it's still possible today, Lord. So, Father, we want to get back to that. Yeah, but again, it's important that we don't fall fall in love with the gifts, but fa- fall in love with the giver. It's so easy to that. But we want we we still that hearing stuff like that. Yeah, it, it, if anything gives me excited, gets me pumped up. um But we want to be used for that. We want to be used by you to change people's lives and to show people who you are. So, Father, that, that we just that we can't that we would walk in the mission and the message. Of what you called us, that we can go, make disciples, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, uh, and then, and then the, the, the message is to proclaim that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Lord, I know you'll teach us more, more, even that we from what from whatever we understand, you will always there's always a a deeper meaning to it. So Father, reveal, continue to reveal to us, continue to uh, changing our mindsets and changing it into your mindset the father we pray this and as we as we uh for those around the world for depending on who they're listening to whether we go in the bed when we arise that you'd um um give us visions give us dreams that you constantly protect us that you're sending your warring angels to fight off the, uh, the armies of darkness that you're sending your ministering angels to prepare of those to encourage people, Lord, that we would just hear from you, Lord, in general, as we seek you in your word and in prayer, that you would and that you would um, uh, teach us to equip, to constantly put on the armor of God, that, that we encounter the enemy, encounter our, the, uh, our struggles, and that we would fight in the, in, in the spirit, and we fight with your sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Father, we just I just pray for everyone who is listening, and that this message would bless everyone. I pray this in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. Amen.
0: Amen. All right.